If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. to imagine a controversy, a difference of opinion, essentially, that would justify a death threat, that would justify a horrific comment on social media like this one. You play for this team, I hope a truck runs a stop sign and kills every one of those bastards. Think about that for a second. Think about the, the kind of mindset that would get anybody to that point to invoke something as horrific as the humble Broncos bus crash and wish that upon anybody for any reason. What could possibly even justify anything like that? That's an actual comment that was made. And there are others like it. There have been death threats, threats of harm, humiliating and degrading comments. All a part of the social media backlash to a video that emerged involving players on a minor hockey team in Fort McMurray. Because of this backlash now, uh, the team has forfeited the rest of their season. Now, this all stems from a, a video, a video that was posted to social media. This is the Fort McMurray Midget A Junior Oil Barons. A video showing some of the players dancing and drumming along to music in the team's locker room. The song in question is a song called Electric Powwow Drum by a group called The Tribe Called Red. Uh, they're essentially an indigenous uh, hip-hop group, a Canadian group. Now, some felt as though maybe the video was, was racist or disrespectful, although there are indigenous players on this team who apparently were, were in the video themselves partaking in this. Now, some of the parents uh, of the players uh, put out a statement criticizing the actions of the Fort McMurray Minor Hockey Association and defending the players. Now, joining us to talk more about the reaction, the follow to all of this. Very pleased to welcome to the program one of the hockey parents uh, involved here, Roxanne Janes, uh, joins us. Roxanne, thank you so much for making some time for us here. Oh, thanks for having me. Um, so when, when did this first begin? When, when was this video originally posted? Uh, January 21st. Okay. And, and I mean, can you give us a bit more of the, the context, the background on, on this video? Well, what I can tell you is, I mean, the video it just shows that the kids motivating um, their teammates before a game. That That is all the intention was on that video. Um, I know that two of the members have publicly spoken out themselves, and uh, I won't speak for somebody else's child, but, I mean, you can definitely refer to what, what they've said in the media and on Facebook. But, again, it was just motivation before a game. 
Right. And it, it is worth noting because a lot of the accusations here have been that this was insensitive or racist, but there are indigenous players on this team. Yes, there is. And, and they were in the video. Yes, they were. Part of this. That's correct. Right. So there was obviously no disrespect intended then. Absolutely not. So how did Absolutely this... Absolutely not. How did this start to turn into a, a controversy? What was the first indication that this was going to be problematic? Uh, from my understanding, it was uh, a video. It was uploaded to Snapchat, um, and then there was an individual who decided, I guess, that it was disrespectful, uh, and posted it on their site in, in a Facebook account, and it went viral, viral from there. So, what has been the response then from the Fort McMurray Minor Hockey Association? Well, three hours after the video surfaced, they released a statement which basically condemned all of these boys. Um, their actions were disrespectful. They were ignorant. Uh, they were going to know the harm that they caused, and there was going to be consequences. What kind of consequences? Well, I'm not sure um, because they released a statement. Uh, they did it without talking to any of the family members involved or, or the team members. So they didn't get the facts. Uh, they didn't ask who, they didn't get the context. Um, and to this date, there still hasn't been anyone questioned, to my knowledge. So just so people understand, they didn't talk to anybody involved in the team. They didn't talk to the coaches or the players or the parents. No, they did not. They essentially denounced the video, denounced the players, and, and that was that. Um, yeah, I'm assuming yeah. they just went off a of public perception and just fed into it. That's all I can see. Do you think that contributed then to, to the backlash on social media and the kinds of things that are being said? I absolutely do. Um, it was their statement that, you know, made the news Canada-wide. Um, reading, you know, they were reading their comments on air in in articles that were posted it was uh and by feeding into what was already going on it just made it 10 times worse there's some pretty awful stuff that's been said i mean i highlighted one in particular but there's there's a lot of that out there oh it, it was crazy uh, i mean we had uh one of the schools that uh i can say probably the majority of the, the kids attend uh, increased police presence um another one of our players well they, well, they all, they, they walked with their heads up and, and kind of their backs to the wall. Uh, they didn't wear their team jackets. They, uh, they were afraid. They, yeah, no they were really afraid. Right, yeah, this would be pretty disturbing stuff, uh, you know, to a teenager to, to be seeing all of this. Not something they, they would ever expect to deal with, I wouldn't think. No, absolutely not, and they shouldn't have. I mean, in my opinion, no matter... The content of anything that's out there, the comments that were made against these boys, uh, it shouldn't happen to anybody. Nobody deserves that for no for any reason. No kidding. Uh, do you know? I mean, have police been looking into some of these these comments, the ones that at least almost sound like they they verge on death threats? Well, we have. I mean, we did report it. Um, yeah. I'm not sure what uh, what investigation has incurred since. So the decision then to to forfeit the rest of the season. To talk about why that decision was made. Well, we got together as uh, as a parent, so we had a meeting and, and kind of discussed, you know, all the things that were going on and what was being said, what we were being what we were being told, and we just decided it was just wasn't safe. It wasn't safe for our players or our families, 
and it wasn't safe for the host teams that we were going to be attending. Um, you know, because the team name was out there, our schedule was posted all over social media and comments were being, you know, this is where they're going to be. This is where we can get them. Make sure, you know, you go find them. Make sure you take care of them. And uh, we didn't want to put anybody in jeopardy. Yeah, no kidding. So, yeah, we made the call to uh, to end it. Uh, there is still some hope maybe that, and maybe in a way of, as a way of ending the season on a positive note to at least participate in, in the provincial playdowns. Is that, is that still an option? Yes, we are. We, we're still going to be participating. It, it'll be a two-game series, and uh, depending on who wins, uh, we'll move forward for, for provincials. What would you like to see happen now? I mean, how, how, do we, how do we take something more positive out of this, or how do we turn this around? I mean, does, does it fall to the association to, to say something or to have the teams back at least? Right? How, how, do, we, how do we take this, this negative situation and, and start moving it in the right direction? Well, I'll just speak about our team for a second. And we have a, a group of 15 and 16-year-old young men who um, who came to their parents and said, you know, very clearly, we are a team, we stand together, no one will be singled out, and we'll take, you know, whatever comes our way, we're, we're going to take it as a team. Um, as parents, and we, you know, you have no other choice, and, and you want to support that. And uh, And, I mean, they're just just so mature and they've handled this extremely well um but my problem i guess is the fact that you know adults who are responsible for the safety of our children um won't accept responsibility they won't you know they won't acknowledge that they did wrong that they contributed to this and uh i mean our kids are more mature than them they they need to to stand up and accept responsibility the individuals who you know prepared this media release who authorized it and put it out there and they need to to clarify you know that that our kids these are not bad kids right. and and these people these these individuals really need to take responsibility and stand up and and to publicly apologize to these kids and that and that hasn't happened well, I hope it does. I hope it does, Roxanne. Uh, really appreciate making some time for us uh, coming on here today to talk about all of this and, and all the best to you and your family. Yeah. Would, would it be okay if I just made one more statement there? Yeah, please Rob? go ahead. Absolutely. Like, I, I do just want to say, like, for McMurray Minor Hockey as a group, um, we're a huge family, um, you know, from our volunteer coaches or managers or players into their families. Uh, they've had a very positive impact on my kids through the years. And it's not Fort McMurray minor hockey. It's the individuals who made this rash decision that need to be held accountable. And I just want people to know that we do have an amazing hockey group here. Yeah, well said. Roxanne, thanks again. Really appreciate this. All right, thank you. Take care. Uh, that is Roxanne James, uh, one of the hockey parents involved in this team. Uh, her son was not in the video. But as she says, you know, they're, they're all standing together as a team, as young men say we'll, we'll face whatever comes together which is admirable it'd be easy for some of these kids to say no nah, that was that was so and so i wasn't there i was him so they're not just standing together as a team but think about it for a second here these are white kids and indigenous kids playing together on a team finding a way of, of bonding before a game and now all standing together as one in dealing with this controversy 
and, and yet they're somehow the bad guys here. It, it is really unfortunate. Because some didn't appreciate the video or some felt as though it was disrespectful somehow. Now, again, these are 15, 16, 17-year-olds. And even if you wanted to argue, even if you could make a case that, well, maybe it was insensitive the way they're banging on the garbage can like it's a drum. Uh, These are kids. It'd be pretty easy to come in and say afterward, you know, here's why that was disrespectful. Even if you concede that it is, which I'm not conceding. I'm not conceding any of this is disrespectful. These are white kids, indigenous kids coming together as a team, uh, coming together before each game, getting each other fired up. uh, And doing so by playing music from an indigenous group. It's very strange. If there was actual racism on this team, that, that none of this would have happened. If there was actual racism on the team, the players wouldn't be bonding this way. It would have manifested itself in much different and uglier ways. The whole reason why this video exists is because there is not racism on this team. That these white players and indigenous players are in it together as teammates, as a family. And there's something really positive to take from that. Uh, got a text here that says, I've been to a tribe called Red Concert. I love them. Their music is loud, danceable, and indigenous. I am not indigenous, but I love it. If there's no disrespect and you're dancing to and enjoying an indigenous band in an indigenous way, what's wrong with that? Are no white people allowed to dance? Or non-white people, rather, are not allowed to dance in a white way? This is too bad for the team. Another one here says, how is it disrespectful to listen to and dance to music? Well, yeah, I mean, it's not. All right, 403-974-8255, 974-TALK. Let's take a break here. We'll come back. We'll have some time for your calls. Stay with us. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.